welcome to the sixth episode of the BPD Bunch talk show. We have a panel of people who are in functional recovery from borderline personality disorder, and each week a few of us get together to discuss BPD-related topics to help give you insights into the different ways BPD can be expressed in someone's life. We also cover the different paths we followed on our recovery journeys to give you hope and direction for your own. I'm your host, Zanny, and for this episode, I am here with Alex, Mo, Madurama, and Lena. Happy holidays! Happy yes. holidays! <laughs> Happy How's holidays everybody doing? You. Good. Waking so you up. may have noticed that our video is a little different today. We're doing our holiday special. The end of the year can be challenging for people living with borderline personality disorder. So today we're going to talk about some of the challenges we faced and how we approach some of those situations today to manage them more effectively. So holidays. Holidays. Right? Holidays. <laughs> <laughs> they are something. Yeah. They sure are something. <laughs> Mo, it sounds like you're ready to roll. I am. So um, I use, I, well, I still love like the holiday season. I love everything about it. I love hanging out with family and just, I just, I love it all. I used to always like get together with my whole family and it was like this whole big party. Um, about five or six years ago, I had to cut off contact with a family member, which means that I was kind of shunned out of my family a little bit. So now I celebrate with just my husband's family, which is also my family. And that's okay. Um, but the first few years after being separated from my family, it was a little rough. Um, and the holidays were not fun for me anymore. And they were just stressful. They were sad. But now I'm back in the spirit. Everything is great now. And I love my new family that I hang out with. And now once again, Christmas time for me is something to celebrate and something to be excited about. I am also shunned. <laughs> Welcome um, to the club. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, I I have had sort of like a spectrum of estrangement. There's people I, there's family members I still sort of talk to, but it's very cold and awkward. And then there's people I haven't talked to in years. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't spent the holidays with my family. I think this will be my, my third holiday season without spending it with them. Um, and it's great. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I hope other people have different experiences of the, than this, but I feel like growing up, the holidays were just like miserable. It was like, we all have to get together and do these traditions that we all like sort of hate and kind of hate each other and we're going to be like miserable, but it, we're together. So we have to have a good time sort of thing. Um, and so what I do uh, now is I have uh, friends who live up the street from me and every year for on Christmas we get Chinese food and watch really bad holiday movies and just make fun of them the whole time. Um, <laughs> It's way more fun than spending the holidays with my family. So it's like you're taking the words right out of my mouth. Mm. I can relate to a lot of what you're saying. So, well, I'm glad that you have a family to spend the holidays with. My in laws are great. So, and honestly, the way you spend your holidays sounds super fun. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you too. It sounds almost like a Jewish Christmas, honestly. <laughs> a yeah, Jewish well, Christmas? my friends who I celebrate with are Jewish. So, that's, that's why. What is I've Jewish never heard Christmas? that term. I, I haven't it. either. It's just like uh, all the Chinese food places stay open and you go get Chinese food and watch bad Christmas movies. It's, or go to the movies. It's really fun. 
That um, is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. So how did you come to the decision that that was like the best thing for you? And how did you sort of enforce those boundaries? Yeah, my, um, I guess, decision kind of, it kind of happened sort of perfectly with the pandemic where it kind of gave me an excuse not to go. Um, and then some things happened um, at a, a family event. I ended up sort of cutting ties with my, my dad at that point. And um, so my experience is kind of interesting. My mom still kind of expects me to come home for the holidays, even though it's like, I don't talk to the man you're married to. That would be kind of weird if I came home for the holidays. Um, so I'm going to not uh, do that. When I decided to cut ties with the one family member, I sort of knew that the rest of them would kind of follow. And I didn't really know how to deal with it, honestly. The first time that I celebrated Christmas without them, it was hard um, and I didn't do well. I mean, I wasn't like, I wasn't super depressed, but it wasn't a great holiday for me. And then the second time around, I knew to sort of mentally prepare myself that this might be a hard holiday. And I just, I tried to remind myself that this is what's best for me and everyone is better off if I'm not with people who hurt my feelings. So I learned to just stay focused on the things about the holiday that still make me happy and still give me joy. I'm grateful for being able to spend my holidays with people who love me and who I love. That's yeah. beautiful. I've had most of my conscious struggles with the holidays through recovery because I'm more aware of the fact that people have interpreted me as this like really emotional person. I started making presents for people. I love being creative. It started as like this fun thing to do and it helped me get through my really depressed months. Then I kind of got hooked on the validation that I got from people when they got really excited about getting a handmade gift. And so then it kind of became this thing where it was like, oh, this is the thing that people love about me. I make them stuff, right? I, I make them these extravagant gifts and, and I spend months and hours and hours and hours and I kill myself to get it all done just so that I can see their excited and impressed faces for one night. Uh, and so I decided that this year I'm not going to make any presents, partially because I'm working on the show and I don't have time, but also <laughs> because I need to give my family a chance that there's, that they like more things about me than the fact that I make them stuff. And, you know, if they don't, well, then that tells me something too. <laughs> when I didn't have anything else to do and I was sitting in my apartment and making Christmas presents helped keep me alive. Like, that's fine. But now I have all these other things to do. I, don't, I really don't have the time and the energy. I cannot tell you the number of times that I've shown up to family events, like, sleep-deprived and irritated and emotional just from staying up for three days trying to finish everything on time. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. I love when I hear you talk about setting boundaries for yourself because I know it's so hard for you. And... Uh... It's so exciting for me to hear you talk about being like, okay, I'm not going to do that this year. They are still going to like me anyways. It, like the presents are not why they like you. But it's so hard. I already am regretting that decision. Like I have to keep telling people that I'm going to do this because otherwise I'm going to go back on it. I'm going to be like, 
but I have to make things. I always do it. So when you were talking, you said something like you wanted your family to real, you wanted to know that there's more than one reason why your family likes you, but you sounded like a little bit unsure. Like you fear that maybe someone might not like you if you don't give them a present. But I think it's just, this is the way that I have come to get validation from my family okay. that I'm kind of afraid that like how else do I connect with them kind of because okay. when I work really hard I can have conversations with people but I have a hard time and if, especially if something I don't know a lot about I try to ask questions but sometimes if somebody uses a word that I don't know I'll feel embarrassed and I'll be like oh I'm not gonna ask yeah. what that means and then I get lost <laughs> So there, I guess there are just people in my family who like, there's not as much of a verbal connection there. I kind of show that I care about them through making stuff. And there, I think there's a part of me that's like, you know, if they're not going to praise me for making them something like, what are we going to talk about? Like, how am I going to know they love me? <laughs> I kind of relate to this. Like, it's um, kind of growing up, I always feel like I had to prove something to my family for them to like me so I would do things like rehearse songs and then perform and like try so hard to connect with people get out of my comfort zone and like just for people to say okay oh my god you're here it's been a long time it's not somebody in particular but I think it's the general vibe of the thing like when you grow up without appreciation uh, like even the tiniest bit of it it makes you very happy and you look for it in the wrong places. I have a question about that. So do you feel like either just in your family or in your culture, more people don't show like affection as easily and you feel like you have to work for it more? I thought like wanting to feel appreciated or wanting to feel like, you know, wanting validation was like a wrong thing or something that you do for attention. It was just labeled as narcissistic behavior. I grew up in an environment where validation was really, really frowned upon. I mean, my parents, it's not their fault because um, I think they grew up in the same kind of environment and they tried their best. They showed me love and affection in private, but in front of other people, they had a huge fear of judgment that mm. if I'm not scolding my child or if I'm not like disciplined, then I'm not doing the parenting thing right. Wow. Sounds really difficult. Yeah, it is. But my parents have been really supportive though. Like, um, for me, like, during festive season, what I struggled with the most was the kind of pressure that I would put on myself to be present with a lot of people. Like, I would feel, um, usually a lot of people of our family would come together, the distant relatives would get together, and everybody would catch up with their lives and everything and I did not feel comfortable in a lot of those settings but again I kind of had this whole thing where I needed to feel validated and I needed to be acknowledged by these people so I would put an insane amount of pressure on myself to be ju to just be present and be miserable if that that's what it took when you go inside a room full of people and they're judging you based on how you look, based on who you hang out with, based on what you do, based on what your weight is, I would come back home feeling miserable and feeling all kind of bad things about myself. But I would be like, okay, at least these people now know that I 
care enough to be present at a time like this. Like even when I'm having a super busy schedule, their appreciation mattered to me a lot. I felt extremely bad for even thinking about cutting them off from my life. I was very skeptical that, okay, they're people, they don't mean to be rude, but it's probably me because I take everything too personally. So maybe I'm taking this personally too. But then I think I talked to my parents about this and they told me that they're going to support me no matter what. So that was a really helpful thing to say at a time like that. So I finally had the courage to take the decision that no, I'm not going to go in that room full of people anymore. I'm not going to keep my connections with them. And it's been almost like three years since I haven't attended those family programs good for you yay (laughs) something else that's also difficult i feel like when we get together with like big groups of family or friends we haven't seen in a really long time like around holidays something that was used to be really difficult for me like when i was really going through it when i would come to events and people were asking me about my life and asking like oh what have you been up to like where are you in school like what are you what are your goals in life and it's like I just came from falling apart. I put myself together to be with family. No one knows like where I was mentally like 20 minutes ago before I got here. You know, like you just throw yourself together, you get there and then everyone wants to know about your life. And it's hard to be like, yeah, everything's great. And put that smile on your face and, you know, pretend like you're really happy because I mean, I don't don't really want to speak for anyone else, but I don't show up to family parties and be like, I am miserable. You know, like I just want people who are watching this, who are still really going through it to recognize that it's okay. Like it's okay to, you know, you don't have to like pretend like everything's okay. You also don't have to be like, my life sucks. You can just say like things are going okay. Like I don't really want to talk about it. You can try to change the subject, ask, ask about like them you know maybe kind of turn it on to turn it on to the (laughs) other person deflect a little bit um because things like that can be so so difficult especially when you don't really know who you are and you feel like your life is defined by being like a mess yeah it would put an insane amount of pressure because people you know people are expecting to hear only good things i used to be a really good student i mean i think i still am but the first thing they'd ask is like, um, how's your studies going? Are you still like, you know, it would just make me so mad that I would stop and I'd be like, everybody wants me to study and everybody wants me to get good grades. So I'm just going to have to be a rebel and not study for a while. It was so annoying that somebody telling me what to do, somebody who does not know what's going on with my life, somebody who does not know how I struggle <laughs> to get good grades. They're just telling me, go and get better grades so that's really something that made me super mad I'm like kind of glad that these people are they don't hold the power over me anymore like what what I think what Alex said that I have learned to turn the conversation around so something when they ask that I know is going to trigger me I just like reverse it back so how's your thing going and Mm -hmm. it kind of always works it definitely helps to ask them questions instead because people love to talk about themselves so you know so that's a great way to deal with it um I didn't have boundaries when I was in my 20s and early 30s and so people thought like the mean people in my life thought that they could just say whatever they wanted to me and 
I would just let it go. So now I would talk to someone, you know, maybe to the side, or if I felt like it just wouldn't get through to them, then I would just stop talking to them altogether. Like I would avoid them at the party or whatever, but now I don't have to worry about it. So, cause I don't see those people anymore. Those people. <laughs> I just use my resting bitch face. Yeah. Anytime someone says something mean to me, I just look at them. You, like, and then they have to sit. They have to sit with the embarrassment for a couple seconds of me not yes. reacting. You know, because yeah. a lot of times it's like people say mean things because they want you to react, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you don't react, it's like, oh wait, uh, I'm just kidding, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can we talk about New Year's? Yeah, I want to talk about New Year's because yeah, yeah because we both had the same reaction. We Alex and I are talking about this. We're like, New Year's is the worst because you can't escape it. Yeah, on like on t- social media, it's like the New Year. You're gonna do all these things, and then mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, Alex, but like for me, it's all of this. I get all this anxiety about the stuff I didn't accomplish. And mm-hmm. all the overwhelm about all the stuff I'm going to have to do next year, it's, it's, it's hard. And a lot of comparison, too. Like, a lot of times I'll compare myself to be like, okay, like, where was I on New Year's last year? Oh, my God, my life was so much better last year on New Year's. Like, I don't have any plans this New Year's. Like, that, does that mean that I have no friends if I have nobody on New Year's? Like, who cares? It's literally just a night. It's like yeah. the next minute, like, woohoo, okay, it's a new year. I try to use New Year's as an opportunity instead of making like unrealistic resolutions or because I can't tell you the number of times I made resolutions that I like gave up on a weekend of the year. <laughs> so I use it instead as a way to like sort of just reflect on on how things went and some of the overarching goals for moving forwards um, and not not put so much pressure. I mean, here's the thing too, is like when we're, when we're in recovery, we're constantly working on ourselves too. So it's kind of silly to be like at the end of the year, like, okay, now I have to make all these resolutions. Like, I don't know. I personally think that we should always be make like working on ourselves to be making ourselves the best versions that we could be, especially like when we, if we have BPD and we have to like really, really work to create that like life worth living for ourselves. So I think around new year's for me something that's helped a lot is just self-compassion like really really practicing self-compassion like all the way self-compassion um like it's okay like it's okay that you feel this way it makes sense that you feel this way so just reminding yourself that like how much work that you have done that wherever you are in your recovery or in your life is okay um i quit like really caring about new year's eve many many years ago because like you guys have said there's just there's too much pressure around it and it's not worth it. So now I don't ever make any like resolutions or anything. Cause I never follow through with them either. Just like most other people in this world. Um, so for me, new year's Eve is sometimes just a night for me to hang out with friends or whoever and have a good time. Uh, the past few years, I'm honestly like mostly asleep most of the time. Like, Cause it's not really a big deal to me. So if I'm awake, that's great. And if I'm not, oh well. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it does not really matter what you gained or lost. And like from 1st January of one year to like 31st December of another year, it's like life is like a very changing, a very dynamic thing, right? So you're going to lose things and you're going to gain things. And it just like, 
it shouldn't have a timeline or like you can't measure it from one day to another and like not sticking through with what you think that what you thought that you would it's completely okay as well because like at this point in my life i think i am still taking one day at a time because i don't know sometimes like thinking to ahead in my life overwhelms me so much i have to think like one thing at a time and do one thing at a time and if you're like dealing with it that's fine and we'll all be okay at the end of the day i mean we're going to get things done we're going to achieve our dreams and we're going to do what we want to do and what makes us happy and i think that's what matters not what society tells us to do like okay if you've checked these ticks and or like you've done this then you're living like you know the best life and you've not then this is like you know the not the best thing like you need to do things better so i think that's kind of baseless because every person is different and everyone has their own needs and as long as they can work to fulfill their own needs nobody else should have a comment or like you know on an opinion on it is what i feel yeah i i with new years i i tend to try to set like intentions for the year ahead rather than resolutions cuz also a lot of times people's resolutions are about like ways kind of like what you said alex like ways to fix ourselves right and i really try to approach myself with more compassion and and less like uh, i need to fix things about myself attitude and so i try to set like an intention like um spend more time with loved ones or have more compassion for myself the year ahead and things like that you know to to sort of like think uh, reflect on the year before and maybe what i have learned and what i'd still want to learn um but you know as far as like how you celebrate it i think it's funny cuz like i've you know done everything from be asleep before midnight to like being at some like wild party in a loft in Soho or whatever and like it doesn't really matter like what you're doing you know I feel like especially when I was younger I used to really care about like oh I'm not mm-hmm. like having the most amazing night ever and it's like nobody really gives a shit like people <laughs> go out and like first of all you're spending way too much money to go to some party that's probably going to be just like any other place and like just you can post it on Instagram when like nobody really cares what you're doing on New Year's like just have fun you know talking about going to sleep reminds me of one of the things that I wanted to bring up which is that I think one of the biggest challenges for me and I think this applies to a lot of other people as well about holidays or events in general is that the setting asks that you deviate from your normal like food and sleep schedule Mm -hmm. um some people are are fine with deviating from their sleep schedule but i know for me i i am very sensitive to lack of sleep Mm -hmm. um and the day before i got married two years ago i stayed up really late Um, because everyone else was staying up really late and I thought that I would be kind of like a party pooper judged if I went to bed early 
Um, but then I didn't really get a lot of sleep that night. And then like the day that I got married, I was like kind of out of it. And like, it was a great day. Like we, we got married. It was amazing. But I, I really felt very sensitive all day and like things, I felt like because I didn't go to bed earlier, I kind of became the person that I was afraid of becoming the sort of the, the bridezilla. And, um, <laughs> so I think that's one of the things around the holidays that it's important to remember is that people might think you're a party pooper if you go home early, or they might think it's weird that you bring your own snacks to a gathering. Um, if you have sort of dietary issues, but who cares? Like you got to take care of your body and, you know, they're not the ones that are going to have to be in your mind the next day when you didn't take care of yourself. You know, they're going to be off doing whatever and maybe they'll be uncomfortable for a little bit if you leave early or at least you're taking care of yourself. And I think that that's that's really, really important. I think uh, using the DBT please skills is really important here. And uh, maybe, Lena, if you want to give us a little, um, a little uh, overview. If you Yes, if you want to give us a little overview of the, the please skills, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's a funny website that I like to show my clients called, like, I feel like shit. And it, like, basically asks you, like, all the please skill questions. Like, have you eaten? Have you drank water? Like, have you, you know, moved within the last, you know, three hours or whatever? And because, you know, that's sort of what the please skill is about is it's, you know, treating physical illness um you know looking at your your eating habits and not like about it's not about like being on a diet but just you know more about nourishing your body right um the a one is definitely one that i uh do more in recent years but didn't do when i was younger you know avoiding drugs and alcohol um i find that stuff affects me a lot differently as an adult, you know, than I realized it did when I was younger, right? Um, but it's helpful. And then, you know, sleeping and exercise, right? Because, um, yeah, that stuff affects us, especially for those of us who, you know, have a more sensitive temperament, right, or a sensitive system, you know, we can't really afford to, to skimp on that stuff taking care of yourself, especially when you're going to be, you know, doing a lot of family stuff or whatever over the holidays is going to be super important. For me, the eating piece and the, like the alcohol piece or like avoiding drugs and alcohol are like really come go hand in hand with like holidays for me, because especially if you're going to like a party and there's tons of food out and like what do we do sometimes when we're anxious or like uncomfortable we just stand there and eat a lot or eat things that are really not healthy for us and make us feel really crappy um and then also like when I was younger also like Lena said like I used to drink a lot and I never really cared about how it affected me or like my emotional state and now I just I just know like if I'm gonna drink I'm going to be less in control of my emotions so if something happens I'm not gonna have like like everything that I've built to be able to control things a little bit more. So I need to like be prepared for like not being in control. So if I'm in a situation where I don't feel so comfortable, maybe I won't drink or I'll only have like one drink or something. If I'm with like really close friends and I have a feeling everything's like gonna be okay, like maybe I'll allow myself to drink some more. You know, like on New Year's, if you're already feeling crappy about everything about New Year's and then you start drinking a lot, I, I don't know if you're not in a good place I might end up being a very emotional night 
So these skills are like very, very important and things to think about that a lot of times we just really don't think about before going into party situations or holiday situations. I feel like a lot of us have been given advice in sort of a dismissive way. Like you just need to exercise. You just need to eat better. You just need to drink more water. And sometimes we forget that, you know, no, like those things are not going to cure all of our problems. And they still impact our emotional, physical, mental, overall health. We do live in our bodies. It is all connected. When we take care of ourselves, it is easier to do other things to regulate our emotions. Yeah. And I, I really think about it too, like I said, in terms of nourishment, right? Like the e the eating part is not about what you're not eating it's what you're feeding your body with right you know so i really emphasize it's this isn't about like diets and weight loss and stuff this is about like taking care of yourself right exercise too like you know i used to hate exercise because i thought exercise was just like running on a treadmill and going to the gym but then I realized like, oh, exercise can be like taking dance classes or walking my dog or, you know, going on a really scenic hike with a friend. And it's like, oh, that's completely different. Like now I've gotten really into dance and I just want to do it all the time. And it's really fun. Mm -hmm. It's not about like, you know, forcing myself to do this thing because it's good for me. It's like, oh, I actually enjoy it. So like, you know, you can enjoy like the food at the holidays, right? Like, I'm, right. you know, I have a tradition with my friends every year where we have like a cookie party. Everybody like brings different cookies and, you know, we have a contest to see who, get, who made the best cookies and it's amazing and it's fun. And, you know, like I, I eat a lot of cookies because that's what the party's <laughs> about and it's fun and we enjoy it, you know. And then the, the next day I make sure to nourish myself with like you know, other foods too, right? So it's not like, oh, I, I ate all these cookies. I need to like, you know, work it off or whatever. No, I just need to kind of maybe replenish other nutrients and stuff, you know? So I, I try to really frame it that way with the please skill too, is it's, it's about like how you're taking care of yourself, not about fitting into some beauty standard, right? It's, it's how you feel, not what it looks like. Taking care of your body sometimes means that you're going to have to miss out on a lot of things. Staying up all night, going to parties, drinking, having fun. Even sometimes I kind of feel left out when I'm not joining my friends and have this intense fear of missing out that, oh my God, they're all enjoying life without me and what I'm going to do. But then I know that my mind and my body won't be able to handle it in a good way. I mean, even if I do attend it, I kind of make sure that I'm in my limits with alcohol. And then I come back and the next day I have to go through this whole detox thing, like with tea and like hydration and healthy fruits and everything. And my I know what my body can handle and... It's not like sleepless nights. It's never sleepless nights. And instead of waking up the next day full of regrets, I think I'd rather come back home early and get a decent amount of sleep. You can have fun and take care of yourself. You know, um, you can still go out and do things you want to do. Um, just like be trying to be mindful of like, how is this go going to affect me? And not just being completely impulsive 
in different situations, but trying to think like, how is this gonna affect me? But also like, do, is this worth it? Sometimes it's worth it. You know, sometimes a hangover is worth it if you're having a really, really fun night. Yeah, just like, it's important to remember, I think your limits. Like, yeah, I know I'll be having fun till like drink number this. So right. I'll drink till drink number this. I think this is kind of where the all or nothing thinking comes in, right? It's like, if I don't stay for the entire thing, then it like then I'll I'm missing out and it's like no like I can have fun yeah. for four hours and then at ten thirty it's okay to go home you know like it doesn't mean I didn't have fun mm -hmm. because I wasn't there until four in the morning right I am definitely not one to stay until four in the morning but <laughs> I am uh going to see how my my first Brazilian Christmas will go because their Christmas starts at midnight uh wow. so oh, like wow. on new year's eve so that might be a four in the morning party so i'll just have to you know sleep in the next day and get lots of sleep and recover from it because <laughs> yeah i can't stay up till four in the morning like i used to <laughs> yeah i think a lot of it's planning ahead like when you know stuff like that's coming up i think that was my biggest challenge with a lot of these kinds of events and changing up my schedule around the holidays is i always had unrealistically high expectations for what my body could handle and I would expect myself to be able to just go back to everything the next day like nothing had happened. And then when I couldn't, I'd be frustrated and upset. And I think sort of like when Madurima said, it's like accepting what some of your body's limitations are and working with those and being like, okay, like if I do this, I'm gonna have to eat a bunch of fruit the next day and tea or whatever. And, uh, you know, so for me, it's like if I'm gonna stay up all night, I make sure I don't have like an important event the next day because... I'm just not going to be able to function the way that I need to be able to. I I really like the thing about limits too, because like now I know when I drink, I'm like, I know how much, I know when to stop. I like recognize how I feel in my body. I'm very mindful of like, what's going to happen if I have another drink or if someone offers me a shot or something, like what is that going to do to my level right now? And it's uh it feels good to be responsible like it i don't know when i was younger i feel like there was such a pressure to drink and like have fun and party and stuff but now it's just like i would rather do what makes me feel comfortable which which allows me to stay in the zone where i feel in control and i can still enjoy myself i don't have to be wasted to enjoy myself yeah well, usually i, I don't enjoy too. myself if i'm wasted yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah, I'm doing stuff I regret or I'm embarrassed about, you know, or yeah, then I feel horrible the next day. I think it's important to ask yourself why you're drinking because in my 20s, like, you know, I would over drink and get away from myself and get away from my feelings. And but now, like, I don't really drink a lot now. But when I do, it's just something fun I do to take the edge off. You know, I'm not doing it to escape anything you know it's just I'm just enjoying my time I'm enjoying the drink and so and like Alex said like I know when I can when I need to stop you know I think that like for the last year not even last year like the f last few months is probably the first time that I'm actually enjoying drinking or like I'm drinking for fun when I'm drinking which is not a lot because every time I used to drink I remember the first time I had a drink when I just got into college. I got so wasted that I couldn't get back home. And it was awful. I mean, what Mo said, I think I was just mostly doing it so that it would like numb my senses and shut my brain up. 
but now when I actually know that you can, you know, like have a drink, have fun, like enjoy with your friends and then get back home and get sleep and uh, all of it can be done together. It's like kind of surreal for me. I'm like, oh my God, you can do that. <laughs> Whatever you're going through, it's hard not to compare your situation to like the picture perfect things you see on Instagram or in ads. And I think the the thing that I try to remember is that I don't really know what's going on behind all that set dressing. For all I know, you know, the people smiling in that family photo just came from like a screaming fight. Like, I don't know that. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on there. And so it's really unfair to yourself to compare you where you know everything going on in your own life to some like perfectly polished picture. Right. right. And so I think it is important to have compassion for yourself and whatever you're going through. I think also taking that a step further, social media breaks are, I think it's like, they're always helpful, but probably even especially helpful around this time of year. Because if you're like, let's say on Instagram and you're just looking through people's stories about how much fun they're having at their Christmas party or their New Year's party, like just enjoy wherever you're at. Who cares where anyone else is at, really? Like this is the best time to turn off your phone and sit with yourself and enjoy wherever you're at. I try to tell myself not to compare my insides to other people's outsides. Like I don't know how they are actually feeling mm. from an from an Instagram post or whatever. And so, you know, I, I try to make the, the season about like what's important for me and what I find enjoying joyful oh goodness um <laughs> enjoyful I, enjoy I, I just i'm forgetting enjoy. english sometimes um but you know try to try to just have fun with you know have fun with yourself yeah i think like social media is like really deceptive because i've been on both sides like I've been the person who was having the worst time of their life, but clicking a pretty picture and uploading it so that everyone would see and like know that I'm having a good time. But I've also been the person who's looking at other people's photos and thinking, oh my God, I'm the only one who's miserable and they're having such a good time. So yeah, in the end, it like really does not matter because it's, it's all an illusion. It's best to kind of make the most of where I am right here, right now. Yeah, so I've learned, you know, just hang out with the people you want to hang out with, do the things you want to do, and be safe and be healthy, and yeah, just enjoy your company and have fun, whatever that means for you. This was very enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. We hope you got uh, a nugget of info that will help you get through this holiday season. Um, we, next week, we will be back talking about intense emotions and effective instability. So make sure you come back for that. If you like what you see, like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications so you don't miss an episode of us being weird and amazing. <laughs> and until next time, bye! 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 bye. bye.